aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. I want to thank all of our stations. I'd like to thank all the podcasts that we're on. We're doing great right now. Hope you are, too. Uh, this is Erskine, who's the conductor of our Truth Express Radio, and we're going to start off with somebody who is fabulous, Jack Hanny. He's worked in the financial markets for over 20 years. If you're not worried about inflation, you're not worried about what's going on, you're in a very special position. He probably got gold and silver, hopefully, from Patriot Gold Group. At the age of 25, Jack studied under William O'Neill. Now, he founded Investors Business Daily. He's CEO, co-founder of Patriot Gold Group. Now, I've got a dog in this fight. I've got money in Patriot Gold Group. I bought from them, and I have them storing my gold and silver. So I've got a dog in this fight, and I'm very happy I do, because Patriot Gold Group's the number one rated gold and silver dealer six, seven, seven years now in a row. We're going to tell why in an uncertain world it's time to diversify into gold and silver, and you've still got time to do it. Patriots protecting Patriots. That's Patriot Gold Group, 800 974 Gold, PatriotGoldGroup.com. It's all up at uh, TruthExpressRadio.com. Now, Jack, we've got a problem. We've got inflation. Now, uh, the Biden administration obviously thinks that you can stop it by higher interest rates. Uh, they think you can stop it by uh, conclu- uh, re- uh, having more spending, increasing the debt by $4 trillion. We've got costs to the Ukraine, costs to the illegals, costs to college bailout, student loans, costs to fuel and shipping drilling. That's been stopped. Food, it's under uh, challenge right now. They want you to change your eating habits, want you to go to electric cars. They want you to go to smaller homes. It's absolutely insanity what these people are doing. Will any of this work to stop inflation or will it cause more, Jack? We have a lot more more problems than just inflation. Uh, according to BlackRock early this week, now keep in mind, BlackRock is the largest. Right. But we've got a lot more problems than just inflation. BlackRock hikes. The rate well, hikes will not solve the issue. See, the no. issue is a low production capacity. So that's the reason behind inflation was the supply chain issues in addition to the amount of money that was printed. So raising rates, but according to BlackRock, uh, that the Fed will be surprised how hard these rate hikes will hit the economy. Uh, We've already seen it in the markets. Uh, It's just been nonstop bloodletting since last, you know, six months. Um, and now the feds are poised to raise rates three quarters of a basis point again, two weeks from today. That'll be the third rate hike of three quarters of a basis point in their. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's happened here uh, in Phoenix. According to JP Morgan, the, the housing market is almost. The selling hasn't even begun. We haven't even reached total capitulation yet. Wow. Well, the housing market has almost stopped here. 
and it was red hot. So the housing market is in serious trouble. I imagine that's what's going to happen nationwide, isn't it, Jack? Well, the housing market right now, we're at a 22-year low in mortgage applications. <laughs> and wow. uh, what they're saying right now, not only is the housing market we're heading towards a crash as far as uh, consumer confidence, bill confidence, mortgage applications. It, just in the last year, rates have gone from a 30-year 2.75% to a 30-year 5.8%. So that means wow. you're paying twice as much for the same house today as you would have a year ago. But the reason I say that inflation is just inflation really is the big distraction. Because what's also going on right now is, you know, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa have developed their new reserve currency, BRICS. And it's anticipated that Saudi Arabia, Turkey, and Egypt will also be joining, joining this new basket reserve currency called BRICS. It was announced this morning that Gazprom, which is a Russian majority state-owned multinational energy corporation uh, that has sales of over $120 billion. So it is the largest company in Russia, okay? Multinational right. energy corporation, the largest company in Russia, is now only accepting payments in yuan or rubles. So no longer U.S. dollars. And that was announced this morning. And that's where we're heading. Uh, Since this administration weaponized the U.S. dollars with the sanctions against Russia, when Ukraine, kicking them out of the swift banking system, seizing uh, their assets, what's happened here now is Russia, China, Saudi Arabia, India are developing their own new reserve currency as the dominant reserve currency. Without uh, without us having the reserve currency of the world, we're in serious trouble. The dollar is in serious trouble. It could actually hit a free fall. And uh, as the dollar depreciates in value, that is a, a tax on us like we've never seen before, isn't it? Over 80% of global trade is done in U.S. dollar-denominated assets. And what would happen then is we'd see a a seismic shift in global trade oil purchases being done in Chinese yuan or this new reserve currency BRICS. So we have the Fed's raising rates. not only raising rates, but, I mean, here's the other thing. Yeah, you would think Jerome Powell would know this, but September is historically warming month for the Absolutely. Absolutely right. You would think they would know it, but they obviously don't seem to, do they? It seems like they have very little... Uh, knowledge about what's going on 
financially, when I'm looking at uh, what's been coming out of the Federal Reserve and what's coming out of this administration. Am I wrong on that? Uh, Let me tell you, I mean, this administration, uh, day one, goes and cancels our Keystone pipeline permit, so we're no longer energy independent. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, domestic policy debacle number one. Then goes ahead and announces the COVID relief bill, which wasn't necessary, the $1.9 trillion. Domestic policy debacle number two. We've seen the foreign policy debacle with Afghanistan. And it's just been, it's absolutely astonishing to me, Erskine. I can't get over, I don't know what's going on with this administration. They're responsible for the inflation by the COVID Relief Act that they pushed through using reconciliation their first month in office. It was almost like the, uh, yeah, when you were a little kid and you went to a birth. Absolutely. Then they also did the, uh, kept the borders open. For, for the outcome of the election, you know, just rewarding them with the because it wasn't necessary at the time. There was still two trillion dollars sitting on the balance sheets, and there was no need to print one point nine trillion dollars. And that's why one of the reasons why we're seeing this inflation. Now, the one thing that we've got is gold and silver right now are still very affordable. They haven't taken the run that we expected yet. It is coming. It's inevitable almost, I believe. What do you think, Jack? Well, what's happened here now is due to the aggressive strength of the U.S. dollar. This is one of the best buying opportunity times I have ever seen, ever. Uh, not only is it a hedge against inflation, hedge against the dollar, diversifications, and uh, metals have outperformed stocks the last 12 years. And wouldn't you say now is the time to get into it? And you've got two things. You've got, number one, you've got the IRA, and it's a no-fee-for-life IRA. And if you want to buy gold and silver, I have come around to the belief that the best way to do it is to buy it, let you hold it, you hold it for free, safe, and insured. That's the best way. Nobody's got sealed from your vault, and it's going to be very safe. I like that way. Well, what I can share with you, I'm not a certified financial investment advisor, nor do I give tax advice. But right now, what we're seeing the vast majority of clients doing, and we have the highest number of IRA applications in process since our inception because of the volatility in the stock markets, the last six months, the NASDAQ's below 12,000. We're seeing the Dow just cratering. We're seeing tech stocks getting absolutely pummeled. And what clients are doing is anticipating that we're going to see Trillions of dollars flow out of risk assets in the stock market and into safe haven assets like physical gold and silver. Absolutely. And eventually, with the U.S. dollar and the introduction of BRICS, when the U.S. dollar starts you know, losing some of its purchasing power, what we're going to realize is for every 1% the U.S. dollar pulls back, Gold goes up 1.9%, but silver goes up 3.3%. Wow. So 
Exactly. In fact, I have a quote from the Wall Street Journal, and I'll read it to you verbatim. Please. I have that right here. Let me see. I just have to pull it up. It says here, and this was the Wall Street Journal, who doesn't have a pony in the race, right? Right, right. The Wall the Wall Street Journal, I'm just looking for it because I'd like to read it verbatim for you. Uh, these are the Wall Street Journal's words, not mine. And what it says is, uh, I'll have to look for that. <laughs> okay. But basically, okay. it's about the end game of the U.S. dollar as the dominant reserve currency. And that what you're likely to do is trade your gold and silver coins for 10 to 100 times the number of dollars than you paid for them and use whatever currency has replaced the status quo system. So that's what that's according to the Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street wow. Journal said, here it is. The end game of this is most likely a continuation of the long term decline and eventual collapse of the U.S. dollar as we currently use it. And that eventually you'll likely trade some of your gold and silver coins for 10 to 100 times the number of dollars or whatever currency the U.S. and its citizens are using at that point. Then you paid for them and use whatever currency regime has replaced the status quo system. And with this introduction of BRICS, let's ask ourselves, with the introduction of BRICS, sounds like we have some music. We can circle back. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single goal? Gold buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800 356 4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800 356 4470 today. Talking with Jack Hattie, and he's with Patriot Gold Group. PatriotGoldGroup.com, uh, uh, 800 974 GOLD, 800 974 4653. And you're talking about the BRICS system. This is a new system for the world. This is the new world reserve currency. The dollar will no longer be the world reserve currency. The dollar will certainly drop in value. Everything's going up in cost when that happens. You can't import anything. No more cheap uh, with this, that, the other. No more printing dollars when that occurs. It is going to be a catastrophe for the economy of the U.S. And this is coming in. Jack, we were talking about this for the last couple of years, but it's gaining momentum now, isn't it? The BRIC system is gaining gaining a lot of momentum, isn't it? Well, it's it? more than gaining momentum. It's a reality. It's something that investors have been concerned about for the last decade. 
Uh, and the reason being, uh, keep in mind the administration prior to number 45, Donald J. Trump, had quadrupled our money supply, uh, uh-huh. addressing the subprime mortgage crises. Right. And, you know, Trump, our economy was on track to be the strongest economy it's ever been. Uh, unemployment was at a 50-year low. Wages were rising. Uh, everything across the board, the stock market was at all-time highs. And, you know, then, of course, COVID hit, Right. Right. Then they shut down the global economy for two years. And what did they do? Uh, They print uh, 40 percent of all the money that's ever been printed since the history began of the United States was printed during those two years of COVID. Forty percent. Wow. Wow. But that is incredible. What I was mentioning just before the break was, I mean, let's take a look at this new reserve currency. Right. You have Russia that provides 40% of the energy to Europe. You have India, which is comprised of billions and billions of people. Then you have Saudi Arabia, right? Now, it goes without saying that Saudi Arabia pretty much, you know, has a monopoly on the the oil reserves and the amount of exports of oil globally, in addition to Russia, especially the two of them together. And then you have China, So, I mean, here you have Russia, India, China, and Saudi Arabia, not to mention Turkey, Egypt, Brazil, and South Africa. So, uh, you know, this new reserve currency, uh, really, when you look at it that way, you have all those sovereign nations compared to just, what, the U.S. dollar, right? Right. So, you know, one thing, there was a report this week about dark, clouds for equities in September, maybe the silver lining for gold and silver bulls. Uh, So what we're looking at here, because you brought this up, was, you know, when you're looking at gold here in the low 1700s and silver below $20 an ounce, uh, it's quite possibly the single best buying opportunity we've seen since this administration's taken office. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the, this is the cheapest you're going to find gold in all likelihood for the rest of our lives. Well, that, I mean, the supply shortages for one, uh, what we're looking at right now is one of the CEOs of Gold Corp had said peak gold has already been reached, meaning they can't mine any more gold. No. And I was watching a, I was watching a report this week. If you took all the gold that's been mined in the world, it would be about the size of probably your office. That's it. And if right. you drop that in the middle of Central Park, let's say, it would just look like an artist's installation or a sculpture. Because and the same thing, it, same thing with silver. They're using more silver than they've ever uh, than than they're mining right now. So uh, silver also has a shortage. But I think for an investment, for safety's sake, as a hedge against the inflation and everything, which I've always bought it as an insurance policy, now is the time, best time going. Call Patriot Gold Group. Jack, thank you for being on. God bless you for the work you're doing. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, Erskine. Coming up, Dick Morris. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal 
fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Dick Morris, he is a political author, commentator, previously worked as a pollster, political campaign consultant, general political consultant, a friend and advisor to Bill Clinton. Mr. Morris is now Republican, author of The Return. Now, that's a blockbuster, number one selling book that explains how the Trump revolution cannot succeed without Trump. Of course not. And Dick's uh, Dick Morris' democracy is on Newsmax. Every Sunday, 7.30 Eastern. Don't miss it. If you can't miss it, DVR it because it tells you the truth. Dick, welcome to Erskine over or to uh, Truth Express Radio. It's the first time we've spoken. Uh, it's an honor talking with you. The show Democracy uh, airs on 7.30 Eastern on Saturday. and Saturday. Oh, I had it on Sunday. On Sunday. Uh, right. 7.30 Eastern on Saturday and 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern on Sunday. It is so, a fabulous show. I DVD it, and so I'm not really sure when it's on. I've got my my DVD set for uh, uh, for every every week to automatically record. Good. That's the best way to do Good. it. You won't miss it. Good. Well, thank you. Um, I believe that uh, my book, The Return, is really the sequel to a book that I wrote in 2016, called Armageddon, How Trump Will Beat Hillary. And, right. Uh, that was, I wrote that six months before Election Day, and uh, nobody else was saying that, but all the predictions came true. And this book, The Return, is really its sequel, because I, I, Trump is clearly going to run again. I speak to him two or three times a week. Uh, he's going to get the Republican nomination. He's going to be the 47th president of the United States, as well as the 45th. Well, at uh, his last rally, I was watching him. He walked right up to the edge and said he was going to run again. Thank God. But I understand why he isn't. Now, you and I both uh, knew uh, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton could charm the birds out of a tree. He was a wonderful person. And I attribute you for talking him into having some sense and not uh, and reducing the spending and bringing us back to sanity. You saved his presidency. Now, Hillary Clinton, I had never had any use for. She was not a nice person, uh, personally, my opinion. And I've met her and I did not care for her, but Bill Clinton, I really liked. But I think you, you played a major part in saving his presidency. And I think he'll admit that. Yes, uh, he has in public. 
too good a teeth, but he had. <laughs> right. And the same thing, if the, if Biden would have listened to people, he had just followed what Trump had done, he would come across as a hero. But he wouldn't do that. He okay. hated everything that Donald Trump did. Donald Trump really had read space in his mind. And that's one of the main problems that Biden's had is he's got this Trump derangement syndrome, in my opinion. Yeah, he, he does. But uh, he, he when we just say derangement syndrome, we can leave that to Trump related because he's deranged on a host of subjects. Uh, she's, he's a puppet. He's absolutely a puppet of the extreme left. He's their oh, yes. creation. He's their puppet. They gave him the presidency by endorsing him in South Carolina in 2016 in the primaries, and I'm sorry, 2020 in the primaries, and um, and he's uh, he's just mimicking their policies. But let's now, let's get to Trump. I yes. think that uh, I think the recent events, the raid at Mar-a-Lago, the the, uh, the the speculation that they might indict him, uh, are all I think really fueling a tremendous backlash and surge of support for Trump. Uh, I originally felt that there was a chance that Trump might be indicted, but I just read, actually, his suggestion, uh, the opinion by Eileen Cannon, the the judge who ordered the special master to be appointed to review the Mar-a-Lago documents. And in her opinion, she literally warns DOJ against (laughs) indicting Trump. She said uh, the reputational damage would be beyond imagination, and uh, she implies that it would really pervert the whole political process. And I think she's right. I think that the Democrats have basically decided they can't beat Trump between the foul lines on the playing field. So oh, they can't. determined in 24 to, uh, to beat him in the courtroom and uh, try to preclude his candidacy. But it won't work. Uh, and they're trying to do that. In my book, Return, I anticipate that they'll do that, and I explain how we can counter that. Well, the only thing they've run on is Orange Man Bad. That's the only thing that they've run on, whereas uh, they have no record. They have a record of what's happened on the border. They have a record on what's happening what to Orange our economy. Man, right. What's I didn't that? Get that? I didn't get when you said Orange Man Bad. That's the only thing they have to run on. They can't run on their own record. They just got to oh, say orange man care. bad. Yeah. That's it. Okay. And show okay. show me how we had a one one and a half percent uh, inflation rate when uh, President yep. Trump left. We had uh, gasoline at dollar eighty six a gallon. I mean, the country was in yep. tremendous shape when uh, Donald Trump left. It took them. Uh, from the day one, they started destroying the country. This is not by accident. They started destroying the country right. with the no drilling and everything else and the, uh, stopping the Keystone XL pipeline, and it has just gotten worse from there. I agree with everything you just said. But the, uh, the, the key to realize here is that the Democrats, this is the first time since 1892 and the only other time in American history that two presidents have run against each other. It's kind of like when Benedict was still was still alive and Francis became uh, And the natural, for those who are history nuts, Grover Cleveland defeated Benjamin Harrison in 1892, right. two former presidents. And the Democrats realized that they cannot survive the kind of record versus record comparison that you just articulated. 
So what they're trying to do is to make Donald Trump the issue. Basically, the American people can think of only one person at a time. In the 2016 campaign, the only person that registered was Hillary. Very few people focused on Trump. In 2020, nobody focused on Biden. He was a hidden figure. Everybody focused on Trump. And since the election, everybody's been focusing on Biden because of his terrible record. And they know that they have to change that narrative. So they're doing everything they can to make Donald Trump the issue. And that's behind the Mar-a-Lago raid. It's behind the Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania speech. They want this to be a referendum on Donald Trump because they know they cannot survive a referendum on Joe Biden. Well, if they if they made it about Joe Biden, which is what the Republicans ought to do, people need to look at the 87,000 IRS agents. They also need to look at the number coming across on the border, and they also need to look at what he's done, the idea of taking uh, $10,000 to $20,000 for everybody's student loan. This is insanity. It is an insane policy. But we also need to look at what he's done worldwide, the Ukraine. Now, is the Ukraine situation part of the payback? You have to look at Burisma. We've got to challenge and find out because it looks to everybody that the Chinese have paid off the Biden crime family and other places have paid off the Biden crime family. In my book, book, The Return, I discuss in depth the Chinese relationship with Biden. Everybody knows about the Hunter Biden laptop, but most people do not know about the Biden Institute for Peace and Diplomacy at the University of Pennsylvania. He founded it as soon as he left office as vice president and remained head of it until he became U.S., until he became president. And he was initially launched with a $22 million grant from China, from anonymous individual sources in China. Oh, wow. And since then has received close to $100 million in grants from anonymous individuals located in the country of China. And what it has done is it basically was the the home away from home for the, the office in exile for the Biden people. Blinken, the Secretary of State, was the executive director of this institute. Oh, Biden God. himself was paid a million dollars a year by this institute. So basically, Biden and Blinken and a whole lot of them were on the payroll of the Chinese government because nothing, no individual does anything there without the government doing it. And right. for the four-year period in between the vice presidency and the presidency, people don't understand that he was an employee, literally, of the Chinese government. So the Biden laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop, is consequential and important in its implications are worth reviewing. But they're nothing compared to the overt payment to him. Now, the head of the University of Pennsylvania was appointed ambassador to Switzerland by um, Biden, and she won't reveal who the anonymous donations were from. But they are clearly identified as coming from Chinese sources. And uh, they're trying to conceal this from the public. And this will be a gigantic issue in the campaign. Completely sold out to China is what you're telling me. Yeah, absolutely. Read the details in my book, The Return. I spell them out clearly. Uh, Absolutely. Now, The Return is the number one selling book, and uh, they've got special. If you uh, 
subscriber wants to subscribe to Newsmax, which is a really good idea, they'll give you the book if you subscribe, won't they? Yep. So um, I believe that uh, Trump is going to survive the current controversy. I think he'll thrive in it. But I say one other thing in the return. You guys know the reason to read the book. His opponent is going to be Hillary Clinton. Right. No, right well, she, says, she, just she, announced, she just announced she's not running. Yeah, that's right. But her announcement, if you haven't learned about the Clintons, you have to read every word of the announcement. It depends on what the definition of is, is. Uh, <laughs> Hillary. <laughs> Here we go again, Hillary, right. Yeah. Hillary said, I support Joe Biden. I want him to be reelected. I'll work hard to get him reelected. So I'm not running for president. No, no, no. Oh. But that's all in the context of Biden running. What's going to happen, I predict, is that the Democrats are going to get massacred in the midterm election. The right. have all now shifted toward the Republicans. And uh, Biden's speech will accelerate that. And after they lose the Senate and the House, the leaders are going to come to Biden and say, look, we just had a shellacking. You can't lead us into 24. We won't throw you out as president, but you can't. You have to say you're not running again. And he will. And that'll open the floodgates to Democratic candidates. And the leftists, Gavin Newsom, uh, Bernie Sanders, maybe even AOC herself, will shoot to the top of the polls. And the moderates, guys like Buttigieg, will, won't show above the single digits. Right. And at that point, the party leaders will come to Hillary, just like they did in 2016, and beg her to run to save the party from the extreme left. And she followed what she said over the last Christmas. She did a series of interviews with MSNBC, where she said, we have to be pragmatic in our choice of candidates. We can't choose people who completely agree with us ideologically, but can't win in purple districts. And that was basically uh, an ad for Hillary for president and the statement of what she's planning to do. The only candidate the Democrats can put up who can criticize the extreme left is Hillary because she has a different political base. And while she doesn't, she she agrees with everything they're saying, she comes from another place and she can attack it. Nobody else can because they'll alienate the left that controls the party. And I think what's going to happen in 2024 is that uh, Hillary is that the left, probably Sanders, maybe Newsom, maybe AOC, my personal view is AOC, will win all the primaries, but Hillary will still get the nomination because she'll control the superdelegates who are appointed, just like she did in 2016. And it will be a replay of Hillary against Trump, and Trump will win overwhelmingly. I think this time it would be absolutely overwhelming because people are hurting in this country. They're absolutely hurting, and they're scared, and they have seen the job that uh, Biden has done. Is there anything that he has in their whole record that they can point to, the Democratic Congress and Biden, that has been a positive? I can't think of a thing, nothing, Mr. Morris, nothing. It depends on whether you think the world is disappearing beneath the ocean, but I don't, and I agree with you completely. So um, get my book. It explains the roadmap. Uh, Trump was very generous in praising the book. The other day he tweeted on Truth Social that it is a fantastic analysis 
of events that may well occur sooner rather than later, meaning his candidacy. And uh, he was generous enough to say that I'm a, a, a political pro and uh, to urge people to buy the book. So I urge everyone here to do that. You definitely are. Now, you worked with the Clintons. You've also worked with uh, uh, President Trump. And I think my analysis, right. you probably felt the same way. Uh, Dick, uh, I found that uh, Bill Clinton could charm the birds out of a tree, but Hillary, Hillary's personality is totally different. Totally different. She was Hillary a, would send them. Hillary would send them back into the tree. But yes, <laughs> let, let me let me say this about a comparison. Uh, when I first went to work, my, I've known Trump my whole life. My father was concerned. We'll be right back. We're going to take a short break for Patriot Gold. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Remember the book, it's called The Return and Dick Morris uh, Democracies on Newsmax television every Saturday at 7.30 Eastern and Sunday at 1.30 Eastern. Catch it, catch it, catch it. It is great. Uh, go ahead, you were saying. Well, um, first of all, let me just say I do a lot of ads for Patriot Gold and they are the real thing. Uh, yes. The amazing thing about it is that it's a small company founded by five or six guys who uh, basically left other gold companies because they were hustling their customers. And right. Now, Jack, Jack never never pressures you to buy anything. Never does. Never yeah, does. I, mean, I love it. It's a unique place. It's where all my stuff is invested. But um, I think that that the that Trump uh, is going to come back, and I think he's going to win. And I think that it's going to basically doom the Democratic Party for a decade. Uh, when you look at world history, whenever a liberal party has begun to lose elections, it moves to the left. It doesn't move to the center. It moves right. to the left. After Reagan defeated uh, Carter, the next two nominees were Dukakis and Mondale. And after Thatcher defeated Callahan in Britain, the next nominees were Foot and Kinnick, way over leftists. And that's because the moderates leave the leave the Liberal Party primary. They leave the Democratic primary and they become Republicans or independents. And that leaves only the crazies in the Democratic primary. And the Democrats now are in a situation where they cannot nominate anybody who can be elected. Anybody that could be elected, they can reject in the primaries. Uh, and they insist they embrace their program of 
defunding the police, uh, ending oil drilling. Do you believe that California, that's where you're broadcasting from, right? Uh, yeah, Phoenix right. is close yeah. enough, right. Yeah, the California just passed a law requiring electric cars by 2035. Well, that's great, but where does the electricity come from? It doesn't descend from God. It comes from fossil fuels. Right, and they have no electricity it. now. They're telling people, come back on, don't even refill your cars. Yeah. It's insanity, insanity the, in anybody's at, idea, right? At the moment, they are they the thing the that's moment. even worse. They're requiring people. They're not giving you any choice. That's the way they want to do things. At, at they the mandate moment, only two percent of our electric power comes from re- solar or wind. Uh, right. Another about ten percent comes from hydro. Another about fifteen percent comes from nuclear. And all the rest come from fossil fuels. Right. So they are hoping to replace all of that, but in fact, they won't be able to. So the electric cars are going to become a tremendous center of carbon emissions. And let me give you one other statistic. The Trump administration saw the largest reduction of carbon emissions in world history. That's true, uh, we right. We cut our carbon emissions more than any European country did. Uh, because we switched from coal to natural gas. But right. of course, well, now, they want, Chinese, now they want to do away with natural gas for heating. The, the Chinese moved back into coal. So the right. net effect on carbon was the same globally. We tried, China just filled the void. Now, in Hawaii, they did away with the last coal plant. And what are they going to use? They're going to use oil. Insanity. Yeah. These people are crazy, Mr. Morris. They're nuts. That's right. Well, thank you. I really enjoyed the time with you, and thank you for, for the show. Uh, you should write a book. You're very eloquent on all of this. God bless you. Thank you. And thank you for all bless that you've you. done for the country. And uh, I, when you look at the Green New Deal, this is what they're using. They're using the Green New Deal. And here they're using uh, the situation where they are dividing us up into classes. This has been the traditional yep. way that the, the Marxists work. And make no mistake. Divide and conquer. Yep. Divide and okay, conquer. Thank and you. Thank you. Thank you, Dick Morris. Bye-bye. Now, remember his book. It's called The Return. And uh, it's available at Newsmax. And uh, also go to dickmorris.com. His show, Dick Morris Democracy, is on every Saturday at 7.30 and again Sunday at 1.30. It's well worth watching. It's very, very good. Now, when we talk about, and Dick is spokesperson for Patriot Gold Group, you've got to consider gold and silver. This is really necessary, not only for your total income, but also for your financial survival. They're after your money. They're after your money. There's no question about it. We'll be right back, and we're going to have John Lott joining us with Crime Prevention Research Center. All aboard the Truth Express. You can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs operated five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today.
All aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. It is an honor to have with us Dr. John Lott. He's president of Crime Prevention Research Center, where they deal in facts, not not supposed, not I feel, I believe, and I want, but these are the facts. He's the senior advisor for research. He was a senior advisor of research and statistics for the Department of Justice Office of Legal Policy. He worked on vote fraud issues. His books include The War on Guns, More Guns, Less Crime, and now Gun Control Myths, How Politicians, the Media, and Botched Studies Have Twisted the Facts on Gun Control, CrimeResearch.org. It's all available at Truth Express Radio. Dot com, truthexpressradio.com. Dr. Lott, there's had a tremendous increase in the U.S. and also in Canada of stabbings. So if people don't get guns, they're going to use knives. Are they going to take away knives next? Is this what's coming? You've noticed that the last week or two, we've had all these stabbings going on, especially the one in Canada. I mean, this is a horrible situation. So what are they going to do? This uh, people need guns to protect themselves, especially in poor neighborhoods. A lot of the people definitely need them. And uh, this is something that needs to be done. Our politicians don't understand it. They're going to defund the police. Then we're going to have to take care of ourselves more and more, aren't we? Right. Uh, well, thanks for having me on. Uh, look, uh, guns do make it easier for bad things to happen, but they also make it easier for people to protect themselves and prevent bad things from happening. And the people who benefit the most from having guns are basically two groups of people, people who are relatively weaker physically, women and the elderly. Right. Uh, you're almost always talking about young males uh, committing violent crimes. And when a man's attacking a woman, there's a lot larger strength difference that exists there than when a man is attacking another man. And the other group of people who benefit the most are the ones who are most likely victims of violent crime. And that overwhelmingly tends to be poor blacks who live in high crime urban areas. Police right. Right. Are extreme, police are extremely important in stopping crime. Uh, Anybody who's read my research knows that I believe the police are the single most important factor for reducing crime. But the problem is, and it's something the police understand themselves, and that is they virtually always arrive on the crime scene after the crimes occurred. And the question, what's the safest course of action? And and by far the safest course of action for anybody, uh, but particularly for those who are weaker physically, is to have a gun. Absolutely. Now, you say the FBI undercounts armed citizen responders to mass killers, uh, and this has happened. But when you you were talking earlier about uh, women, there's a lady in uh, Glendale, Arizona. Uh, I think she was probably in her 30s. She must have weighed 80 pounds wet, and this guy held her up. Her and her sister, they were just out walking, and he held her up. And all of a sudden, he happened to drop a pop bottle. She got her gun and killed him. If she hadn't been there, she hadn't had a gun, she would have probably been dead. And this happens all the time. So it's a great equalizer. It gives somebody the power to take down somebody who normally 
would have them. It's it's a question of saving your life versus theirs. Nobody goes out directly to kill somebody, but if it happens, it's your life versus theirs, and you have no time to call police when somebody's up there up against you like that. Uh, a friend of mine wrote a book, and he talked about how uh, having a gun is uh, very much similar to uh, CPR. You've got to work in seconds. You don't have minutes to do something. You've got to work in seconds. It uh, is a judgment call, and you've got to operate quickly. Uh, in order, and it's a question of survival for a lot of people. Now, the other thing that you're talking about is gun-free zones. And there was a case in Texas, I think it was uh, Luby's or Ruby's, where the lady had to leave her gun outside, and she watched her father get killed. You remember that case, don't you, Doctor Lot? Right. That was a little while ago. But the Luby's cafeteria right. shooting. You're talking about Susanna Hupp. Yes, Susanna yes, sir. Uh, had uh, broken <clears throat> up with uh, an ex-boyfriend. Uh, had been stalked and threatened, basically, by him. So a friend of hers, a prosecutor, had advised her to start carrying a gun even though it wasn't legal to do so at that time in Texas. Right. And so she started doing it, but she felt badly uh, breaking the law. And so um, one morning or one time around noon, uh, she was meeting her parents for lunch at a Luby's cafeteria. Right. And uh, she was walking into the restaurant with them and realized that she still had uh, her gun in her purse. Uh, she had gone target practice shooting that morning. And so she went back to her car and put, uh, locked the gun in the uh, glove box of her car and went back in to have lunch with her parents. And about 10 minutes later, um, uh, this man came driving through the plate glass windows of the restaurant um, and uh, uh, started killing people. Uh, she could see her gun in her car. Uh, uh, she could see her car through the broken clay, plate glass windows. But uh, anybody who was trying to run out of uh, the restaurant at that time were being murdered. Her father, uh, when the murderer's back was turned to uh, him, uh, picked up a butter knife and tried charging the murderer there. But... Uh, uh, the murderer turned around and shot him. Her mom, she tried to restrain from running after her dad, uh, but the mom ran over, cradled the fa- dying father, and the murderer came over and shot her point blank in the head. So Susanna lost both of her parents there. When uh, the police finally arrived uh, at the scene, um they fired one shot into the roof of the building, and the murderer uh, just ran into the back and committed suicide. It's really, she never got over that, watching her father die, realizing that the gun was right there in the car. She could have saved his life with that. Now, you've got New York governor not elected, Kathy Hochul. She has new gun laws to help protect the public, she says. They include background checks, firearm safety, and live fire training. I have no problem with firearm safety and live uh, fire training for those seeking to carry gun permits as renewal of permits every three years. Concealed carry as those individuals will no longer be allowed in sensitive locations, bars, hospitals, 
and the entirety of Times Square. If somebody knows that they cannot have a gun in a certain area, that's an open area for them, isn't it? Look, anybody who's read the manifestos or diaries for these murders know that uh, their goal is to commit suicide, but they want to commit suicide in a way that's going to get the media attention. And they know that the more people they kill, the more media attention that they're going to be able to go and get. So these guys may be crazy in some sense, but they're not stupid. (laughs) They, They... They know if they go to a place where victims are defenseless, it's going to be easier for them to go and kill a lot more people than it would be otherwise. And so you will many times see explicit statements from these murderers saying that they picked a particular target uh, because of the fact that uh, victims are disarmed. So, for example, you look at the uh, murder at the... uh, uh, Buffalo grocery store uh, a couple right. months ago. Right. He had his manifesto. The media gave his manifesto a great deal of coverage, but they were extremely selective in what they covered. They didn't want to cover the fact that he was a socialist, uh, that he was an environmentalist who hated minorities because they had too many kids. Um, instead, they wanted to say that he was a right winger. But one of the things that they refused to cover, and they refused to cover regularly for these murders, is he had a long discussion about why he picked the target that he did. And right up there at the top was his, he wanted to go and find a place where victims did not have concealed handguns, because he was worried that if they had concealed handguns, it would make it that much more difficult for him to go and uh, and kill them. So anyway, uh, uh, you know, you can have one police officer in an area, but a police officer has an incredibly difficult job. If you have one person in uniform, uh, that's almost as if that one person has a neon sign above them that says, shoot me first. Uh, right. If you have something like that, uh, These murders have real strategic advantages. If the only person that's armed in a place is an officer who's in uniform, uh, who do you think they take out first? Because if they take that one person out first, then they're going to have free reign to essentially go after all the people that are there. Now, also with the police, Chicago cut the police by 400 in 2020, but they're spending $3.4 million to guard the city officials. How much sense does that make? New York cuts the police budget by a billion dollars annually. And what happened to the crime rate? It's up 38%. These people are insane, Dr. Lott. They're insane. You, These are all figures that you've published. This is the facts. This isn't the hype, but you've published the facts. And that is the fact. Anytime you cut the police by 400 in a city like Chicago, and Chicago has one of the highest crime rates in the country, and yet they've got the toughest uh, gun laws. Chicago, Philadelphia, New York, uh, all of these cities where they're having so much trouble, they've got the toughest gun laws in the country. Laws do not protect people. They do not protect people on this, do they? No, unfortunately. Look, um, the laws may make it a little bit more difficult for the criminals to go and get guns, but if they primarily 
disarm law-abiding good citizens. It actually makes it easier for criminals to go and commit crimes. Absolutely. So, you know, so I'll give you a simple example. You can go and look around the world, and every place, every single place that's banned either all guns or all handguns has seen an increase in murder rates. You would think just out of randomness, uh, you would see uh, someplace that uh, the murder rate stayed the same or fell, but it's gone up in every single time. And there's a simple reason for that. And that is when you go and you ban guns, uh, who primarily obeys the law? If it's mainly uh, the good law-abiding citizens who obey it relative to criminals, and this isn't just an issue that deals with gun bans. It's, as you say, it's any type of gun control law, including things like uh, having it so that, uh, uh, you know, gun-free zones, for example. Yeah, I think we saw that where Columbine, when that where the guy went from theater to theater and then shot one up. Uh, no, that had, was uh, a different You're talking about the Aurora Batman movie. Theater Aurora, theater, Colorado, also right. in Colorado. Uh, <clears throat> There were seven movie theaters within a 20-minute drive of the murderer's apartment there. Uh, Only one of them posted signs banning permanent concealed handguns. Uh, It wasn't the one that was closest to his home. We know that he cased the dwellings before. They're not stupid. These criminals are not stupid. We get back more with Dr. John Lott, primeresearch.org. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as $200,000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no-fee-for-life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Now, one of the proposals of New York Governor Kathy Hochul was that firearm safety and uh, live firearm training. I think both of those are good, and they've got a number of places here in Phoenix where I am, Dr. Lott, and they've got uh, one day a week where women can go and learn to shoot free. It's open to them for free, and they have a ladies' day out, and they go learn about firearm safety. I think that's a good thing. More and more women are getting armed, aren't they? Yeah, no, there's been a big increase in the number of women uh, who have guns. Um, they've, uh, they're probably, uh, we, the hard numbers we have are for concealed carry permits. And the growth rate for women getting concealed carry permits has been about 100% faster than for men over the last eight years. Um, and that's good. Women tend to benefit a lot more than men do uh, from having guns. Um but, uh, you know, it's um, uh, 
the problems with Hochul's uh, regulations is that a lot of this stuff isn't really motivated by her concerns about proper training. A lot of the regulations that they have are ones that just make it more difficult uh, for people to be able to go through the process. Uh, you know, a lot of the training really has nothing to do with safety. Uh, it's more kind of indoctrination for different types of, you know, political beliefs that they have about the dangers of guns and stuff like that, that, that uh, the state kind of forces people to have to go through. Um, so anyway. Now, in Arizona, you don't have to have a permit to carry concealed, open or concealed, either way. But uh, they talk about the children and what's happened with these kids who are going into schools and that type of thing. But I learned to shoot when I was 12 years old, where at Boy Scout Camp, it's a rifle range, NRA training. Children shooting in schools, and I've talked to a number of doctors, and they've had other reports coming out, especially Dr. Simone, Children being on psychotropic drugs, Ritalin, Prozac, etc., makes people suicidal and increases hostility. Ninety uh, percent of the kids involved in these shootings have been on some type of a drug, a uh, mental drug for um, anxiety, generally. Number one, the drugs don't work. Number two, it makes them more hostile. This is something that needs to be looked into, but they're not looking into the drugs, are they? Well... I'm not really sure how much evidence there is about the drugs. Uh, you know, in theory, if uh, somebody has a change in the level of medications that they have, uh, you could have uh, reactions of the type that you're talking about. Those are relatively short-lived. The problem is when you look at these attacks, uh, people are planning them, you know, way long in advance. Uh, six months is kind of a short oh, amount yeah. of time for them planning these attacks. Um, people like the Sandy Hook killer, who was planning it two and a half years. Uh, very common to see them plan two years or one year in advance. So the types of short-run effects that you can have, uh, I don't really think explain it uh, very well, you know, likely because, uh, you know, they may have a reaction for weeks or whatever, but it's not going to, uh, it's not going to last for, you know, for months. Now I, you wrote an article that I thought was amazing. Biden's law and order speech in Pennsylvania was deeply dishonest. And I don't understand our president. He talks about, uh, not to defund the police, but to fund the police. Where in three previous speeches, he focused on violent crime and the focus was on gun control. Uh, he talks about AR-style semi-automatic rifles as weapons of war. And you say, these AR rifles are not used by any military in the world. They want to spend $13 billion hiring police, but $80 billion hiring IRS people. These, these statements don't make any sense, Dr. Lott. Well, you know, even the Associated Press recently came out and uh, pointed out that, uh, you know, <clears throat> these uh, these are not guns that are used by any military around the world. It's by Biden and other Democrats constantly referring to them as weapons of war. We'll be right back. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal 
fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. We're talking to Dr. John Lott, and he had a really amazing uh, thing that I had not known until I read his article, that uh, Biden said every Republican in every state vote against police. Every Republican in every state vote against police. But of the $350 billion American Rescue Plan, no money for police, no money for prosecution. I mean, uh, and he has a ban on police purchasing surplus military weapons. This is insanity, Dr. Lott. Yeah, well, uh, look, uh, police benefit a lot from being able to go and use things like riot shields, from being able to use protective body armor. Uh, And, uh, you know, Biden has made it very difficult in many different ways for police to go and do their jobs. Look, do I think $13 $13 billion um, on training, though we have to figure out exactly what he means by training and stuff, and uh, and more police is valuable. Sure. I mean, it's not the $80 billion he wants to spend on more IRS agents, but uh, it's still valuable. The problem is, is that there are many different aspects of law enforcement, and as police can tell you, they've been very frustrated that they you know, arrest people, but then the criminals that they arrest are immediately uh, let go. And so, well, that's the Soros DAs that they have in LA, New York, Philadelphia, all of them, the bail reform laws that they have, the lower criminal penalties. I mean, what do you expect with that? I mean, crime pays now it pays. I mean, the guy who shot the uh, guy who was running for uh, governor of New York and then shoot him, went up to stab him. And he was out almost by the time the man got off the stage. This is not right anywhere, is it? Unless you, if you're going to have laws, you have to enforce them, especially if somebody tries to kill a candidate for governor. That man was out before the day was over. He said he would be, and it was. That's not right, is it, Dr. Lott? You've got to keep these people out and off the streets for to protect people who are honest. Right. Well, I mean, that's it's a real problem. Uh, I agree. So, you know, uh, again, you, you have to you just can't look at policing. Uh, uh, you know, I'm glad that Biden is finally after, you know, campaigning on trying to move police budgets to other places like welfare and what have you. I'm uh-huh. glad that he understands or at least is saying he understands the benefit of more police. 
but uh, it's not going to do any good if you have more police if you don't deal with the other issues that are there. And right. uh, Biden refuses to go and and criticize any of the Democrats, uh, these district attorneys who are refusing to prosecute criminals, as you say. Uh, he's refusing to criticize the bail reform. We have even murders are being released in some cases without bail. Um, and he refuses to criticize the liberal judges around the country uh, who have been letting out over the last couple of years uh, huge numbers of inmates from jails and prisons. I mean, many urban areas, you hit over half uh, the inmates have been released from jails. In some places, it's even over two-thirds. So as you say, you know, it's not rocket science that's going on here. It's pretty easy to understand why crime rates have been increasing. One of the problems that you have is to get the truth out. And you've done that in your book, uh, Gun Control Myths. Politicians, the media, botched studies have twisted the facts of gun control. The two of those I'm going to give as an example I'd like you to comment on. 40% of the sales are uh, have no background check. And background checks stop 2 million uh, dangerous people from buying guns. Let's hear about both of those. 40% of sales, no background check. Is that true? No. I mean, basically, it's a survey by some gun control advocates. It really has no basis, really, in, in facts at all. Uh, and the other one is... Uh, if you look at the national, you look at the national instant background check system. Um, they'll go and point to now it's 3.8 million uh, denials uh, that have occurred in the background check system. The problem is, well, Biden and others will say this proves that background checks have stopped 3.8 million dangerous prohibited people from getting guns. Uh, what they should say is that there have been 3.8 million initial denials, and about 99% of those are mistakes. It's one thing to stop a felon from buying a gun. It's another thing to stop somebody simply because they have a name similar to a felon from buying a gun. And, and the problem is when you go and you buy a gun and you fill out the 4473 you, you're giving them all sorts of information. You give them your name, your address, your birthday, your race, your eye color, uh, right. your sex. And you think they're using all that information, the Social Security number. In fact, what they virtually always use is roughly phonetically similar names and similar birthdays. And that creates a lot of mistakes that are there. So it's one thing to stop a felon from buying a gun. It's another thing to stop somebody simply because they have a similar name and birthday um, from buying a gun. And the thing is, it overwhelmingly discriminates against minority males. Uh, Hispanics tend to have names similar to other Hispanics. Blacks tend to have names similar to other Blacks. 33% of Black males in the United States have felony records. 18% of Hispanic males have felony records. So it's not too surprising that if you have a law-abiding good black male or Hispanic male who wants to go and be able to go and buy a gun to protect himself and his family, he might end up having a name and birthday similar to somebody who's prohibited. Um, 
And there's really no reason why these mistakes should be occurring. If, you know, if private companies had an error rate in doing background checks that was 100th the error rate that, uh, um, that the government has, they would be sued out of existence. Uh, but yet, you know, you go and you say, well, maybe the federal government should meet the same standards for doing background checks that private companies have to meet. Uh, gun control advocates will fight you tooth and nail. So gun control people say, well, you know, we just want reasonable gun control laws. And my response to them is I just want reasonable fixes to the gun control laws that we <laughs> right. have there. But you, you- you talk about the database. 94% of the initial denials are dropped after the first preliminary review. How do you get a review if uh, they've uh, denied you? Do you just write to them and say, I want a review of uh, this? Because they generally just come back well, and you say you're denied. you have to file forms and stuff. Most, most people are going to have to, the vast majority, almost everybody, is going to have to hire a lawyer who specializes in doing the reviews. And uh, it's going to cost you about at least $3,000 on up to be able to go and do it. So a lot of people start, you know, filing, asking for review, and then they drop it because they don't want to pay the money. I mean, you may want to have a gun, but is it worth $3,000 to you to go through the process to challenge a mistake that the government made? And in any case, you're making it so that – you know, lower income or middle income individuals are not going to find it makes any sense for them to go and challenge the mistakes that the federal government has made. Well, you say in many cases, 6% of the checks are not completed within two hours, takes up to three days plus, and the delays increase violent crimes, especially with rape. If somebody's being challenged or in domestic cases where somebody's husband or their wife is threatening them, uh, delay can mean your life, can it? Yeah, sure. No, it uh, can make a huge difference. <laughs> but I think a lot of the reasons they have the delays, I mean, you look at someplace like Pennsylvania, it's like nine-hour average or something now for them to complete background checks. Uh, you know, it, it's just their way of trying to make it as difficult and costly as possible to uh, stop people from being able to go and buy guns. Incredible. Incredible. Now, gun shows, they say that that's a big loophole. And then he talks about ghost guns. Is that a major problem, Dr. Lott? No. I mean, look, uh, the Department of Justice regularly does surveys of criminals to find out where they got their guns from. And uh, if you add uh, gun shows and flea markets together, you're talking about less than 1% of criminals got their guns from those sources. Uh, it's not a major source. It's not even a minor source. Uh, and, you know, these guys probably could have gotten guns from other sources anyway. You know, major source of illegal guns are drug dealers. Uh, drug dealers have guns because they have very valuable property that's there. It's not like uh, a drug dealer can go to the police and say, look, this other gang stole our drugs. Can you help us get them back? They have to set up their own little militaries. And, you know, if they can make money selling illegal drugs uh, and they can make money selling guns, they'll do both of those things. 
So maybe officer, I don't know, officer, I don't know what to do. This guy stole all my coke. What can you do? Yeah. <laughs> well, excuse me, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. That's not going to go very well. Uh, are we going to get back to common sense? We worked to a common sense at one point. Have we lost all common sense in this country, Dr. Lodge? Because people, their arguments go to, I think, I feel, and I believe. They don't go to facts anymore. You're noticing that on most of the arguments that's coming from the left. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm very concerned about the future right now. Uh, you know, Biden, for example, has this zero tolerance policy on uh, uh, selling guns for gun dealers, where if they make one paperwork mistake, no matter how tiny, no matter how trivial, uh, he puts them out of business. Uh, he's already literally put thousands of gun dealers out of business uh, in the last year or so, and they're just ramping that up. I mean, how many businesses can, you know, you go through their books over, let's say, the last 15 years and not find one tiny paperwork mistake, some typo, something. I mean, go through people's tax returns. If I went through your tax returns for the last 15 years, you're telling me, I couldn't find some typo, some type of mistake that you made there. And and he's using that to go and put them out of business. I mean, it's just a ridiculous set of rules that they have there. What do you, what do you see happening? Are we going to get back to common sense again? Are people starting to wake up to this? What do you see for our country? Well, well I don't know. I mean... <clears throat> One can keep our fingers crossed. Obviously, a lot's going to depend upon the election coming up and the election this year and in two years. But uh, look, if uh, if Biden and the Democrats seem to think that they're going to be able to keep control of the Senate, and if they can do that, uh, he's going to be able to get all of his nominees continued con- confirmed, and he's going to be able to get all of his radical judges on the courts. So, you know, you know, people like Mark Kelly in Arizona or, oh yeah, um, you know, uh, John Fetterman in Pennsylvania or other places, oh. uh, those individuals are going to make a big difference, whether they get reelected or not. Uh, Fetterman, you know, Fetterman wants it, to expunge records after 10 years. That's it. Expunge all the records. What a jerk. Yeah. I mean, this guy is really bad. Right. Well, I mean, I'm not sure people understand this, but if you expunge criminal records after 10 years, that basically means you're not going to be able to keep criminals in jail for more than 10 years. So if somebody goes and is a serial rapist and you convict him of like five rapes and sentence him to jail for 25 years or whatever, uh, his records would be expunged after 10 years and he'd be released. So, um, you know, it's real. Uh, you know, the media in Pennsylvania, uh, the media in Arizona are covering for these guys. And, uh, you know, maybe they just don't understand what the terms mean that these individuals are using. But uh, uh, it has real consequences for people's safety. It does. It really does. 
and is affecting people's safety where people are afraid to walk. Look at what happened in Memphis, that one poor girl. Look what's happening. It's not just Memphis. It's not just the few we hear about. This is happening all over the country where people are afraid to even walk out of their own house because of the attacks in one day or another, especially for women. It's really, really bad for them. Dr. Lott, thank you for all the work that you're doing and for bringing the actual facts out. That's what you do. And you've got two books that I'm going to recommend, The War on Guns, uh, More Guns, Less Crime. That is excellent. And Gun Control Myths. When you went into that, were you surprised at how much disinformation was put out about guns? The people just have vilified guns. Instead of looking at the people who use them, they're looking at the the gun. It's easy to vilify cars, too. How many people die in car crashes every day? So they're not taking away your cars. This is insanity, isn't it? Well, I mean, I think the media has really informed people about it in many different ways. That's the reason why I wrote my most recent book, Gun Control Men. But people can find more at our website, crimeresearch.org. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold buying opportunity in history well wells fargo and goldman sachs say this is the time to buy gold patriot gold group where your ira or 401k can be in physical gold and silver and you may qualify for no fee for life ira call 800-356-4470 for details patriot gold group consumer affairs top rated gold ira dealer five years running call 800-356-4470 today Now, Dr. Locke was chief economist for the U.S. Sentencing Commission, 1988 to 1989. And he's had a lot to say about the selection, the one selection that uh, President Biden made for the Supreme Court. Selected, uh, and this was done to appease Representative Clyburn, who got him into the nomination. They wanted a black woman on the court. They wanted a black man off the court. Of course, they wanted Clarence Thomas off the court. But uh, Biden presided over what Thomas called a high-tech lynching uh, when he was put on the court, supported Anita Hill without any supporting evidence. And Biden at the time was chairman of the Judiciary Committee. Now he wants to put on, and he did put on, Justice uh, Katanga Brown-Jackson. She's soft on crime, including pedophiles, and uh, dumbing down the courts, how politics keeps smart judges off the bench. That was a book that he wrote, and uh, he understood what was going on. During the Trump administration, he was senior advisor for research and statistics in the Office of Justice Program. So Dr. Lott knew a lot about what was going on. But what's going on now with the appointments that Biden has made of uh, court judges and all of this is he's got a lot of people who are very soft on crime. And this this was really incredible. It was a racist selection, and this is what's happened. He wanted to have a black woman on the court. 
He wanted a black man off the court. And uh, this is what happened on that. So be lucky that we got so many good people on the court. Now, when it comes to the gun situation, more and more, the one of the problems is that we have these prosecutors. You've got uh, Fox in Chicago. You've got uh, Gaston in L.A. You've got a lot of them who are just letting people out. The criminals have more rights than the victims. This is not the way it should be. We should have victims uh, should have the rights. They should be give their appeal and should be able to talk about it. And if you have a guy like Fetterman in Pennsylvania who wants to expunge the records of people after 10 years, the most you could ever serve for any crime is 10 years. You shoot a cop, 10 years. You uh, have a mass shooting, 10 years. It doesn't matter. 10 years, that's it. Then your records are expunged. You go out, you're free. You can do anything. No, no penalties, no problems for anything. Expunged means you can go buy a gun. You can do whatever you want to because it's expunged. They've never got no records of it. So this is what they're looking at, and this is what they're doing. How important is this election? Very important. Not only is it important, but it's also important that it is honest. We've got to have an honest election this time because the people who get in to the uh, House and those who are going into the Senate, there has to be a conservative majority in the House and the Senate. Now, it doesn't mean rhino Republicans, and it doesn't mean Democrats. We need a conservative majority in the House and Senate where we can sincerely and honestly look at some of the situations, including the laptop of Hunter Biden, including uh, a lot of the other information. We're a precipice in this country. We're a precipice as to whether we're going to survive or not going to survive as a free country. Now, what the Great Reset means is very simple. Money from us, those who are making under 400000 is going to those above us. People like the Bill Gates who made two or 20 or I forgot how many billions of dollars off of the COVID vaccine so-called vaccine. It's not really a vaccine. And made all of that money off of that. We're paying for it. We're paying for it. Now they're going to do more, more tests, more vaccines coming out, more of this. And what it does, uh, we've talked about that number of shows. I'm not going over that whole litany of it. But uh, personally, I think it's dangerous. But I also believe that we should have a choice. We, the people, should be able to choose if we're going to take the vaccine or if we're not going to take the vaccine. We need to have choices in this country, which the liberals don't want us to have, because we're not going to choose what they want. We've got to have choices in this country because this is what it's about. It's about freedom or not about freedom. Now, one thing I want to see us get back to once again Don't forget, we had energy independence under Donald J. Trump. That was perhaps the biggest thing that's affecting our economy today. So when you go to the grocery store and you look at eggs at $5 a dozen, and you look at these things, you look at the price of gas, this is what you want? Vote accordingly. Think about it. We'll be right back. All aboard the Truth Express. 
You can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs operating five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470. All aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. My friend Patrick Wood, he studied modern globalization for well over 40 years. He co-authored Trilaterals over Washington, 1978, 1978, with the late Professor Anthony C. Sutton. Patrick is the leading expert on technocracy. He authored Technocracy Rising, Trojan Horse of Global Transformation, Technocracy, the Hard Road to World Order, founded Citizens for Free Speech to counter big tech social censorship. His latest book, The Evil Twins, Technocracy and Transhumanism. It's available in serialized form at patrickwoodsubstack.com. It's all up at uh, truthexpressradio.com and citizensforfreespeech.org. You know, all of our programs are archived 24-7 at truthexpressradio.com. I'd like to thank all of our podcasters and all of our stations. You've got a couple of articles, Patrick, that uh, I got uh, from uh, that you sent out. One was about what's going on. The swamp is getting deeper. It's getting murkier. We've got one of the swamp creatures uh, who uh, has been called... Uh, one of the biggest, most corrupt officials in D.C. by Breitbart. That's John Podesta. He's come back, back from the dead. John Podesta is with us. He wants to transform America from oil and fossil fuels. He wants to promise, his promise is the end of climate change. If we got rid of oil and fossil fuels, we're still going to have climate change, idiot, because we've got the sun. You're not going to turn the sun on or off. I mean, this is just insanity, and uh, he's going to be in charge of $370 billion Inflation Reduction Act. Inflation Reduction, have you ever seen anything named more mis- misnamed than Inflation Reduction Act, Patrick? You worked in finances. <laughs> I mean, if you've got a credit card and they're saying you owe so much money on the interest on the credit card, well, I'll just go spend more. Is that what they're doing? This is insanity. They're destroying the country, aren't they? Yeah, you know, John Podesta is is like the the worst sequel sequel to the movie Jaws that you could ever imagine. <laughs> just, just when you're least expecting him to show up, here he comes back again. John Podesta, <laughs> part two. You know, here he comes back. Right? Yeah. Um, if if people, you know, people love to hate. Uh, like Bill Gates, for instance, he's very visible. Everybody knows he's got his fingers and everything. People hate, love, they love to hate Klaus Schwab because he looks evil and he says a lot of really stupid things. There's other people like that 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 catch your your eye. That oh, I just don't like that man. And of course, people could look at probably Joe Biden and say the same thing. But right. if any, if people knew the depth of corruption. That John Podesta brings to the table, and and his, and his brother politics. Tony, and his brother Tony, and it's a duel, right? That, that's that's right. And these, 
well, especially especially John, but yeah, the whole family's got pretty they're pretty twisted. But John Podesta in particular, he is the guy that single handedly is credited for having created the climate change policy in America. He did it with Bill Clinton back in the nineties. He's the guy that architected the whole thing, and he was a member of the Trilateral Commission back then. This is stunning. This wasn't talking about John Podesta, the environmentalist. This was talking about John Podesta, the member of the Trilateral Commission, exercising Trilateral Commission policy to create this whole thing that we have today. And he was also the guy, I have to throw this out, he was also the guy that created the policy of rule by executive order. He talked that to Bill Clinton. And he told Clinton, you can write these EOs and nobody can really challenge them. And even if they shoot down a third of what you write, two thirds still stand. And so ever since then, presidents have been using, misusing executive orders to skirt around our Congress to get their wacko policies implemented. Biden is famous for it already. He's, he's written some of the worst EOs you ever saw in your life. So did Obama. Right. But then again, I have to say, you know, President Trump probably had a few that weren't too too cool either. But John Podesta is back, and he's not just back. The whole Green New Deal issue that, that Biden and AOC and Senator Markey and so on have brought up, it created a slush fund of, what, $387, $370 billion right, in this right. last uh, spending bill, the Inflation Reduction Act. They turned this checkbook over to John Podesta to spend. <laughs> and he is he has sworn to kill coal, oil, natural gas, you name it, anything anything of a carbon based thing, he's going to kill it. And he is now in charge of the money to be spent to do it. He's been given well, part they're, and they're listening a, they're listening to the Sierra Club and others who are petitioning the EPA to ban natural gas. And uh, they're saying it's deadly poison. You've got carbon dioxide, nitrogen dioxide, uh, appliance pollution is the new one. Your gas stove, your uh, gas water heater, your gas furnace, eliminates your your consumer choice. It's going to increase the cost, going to increase home cost. Heat pumps don't work below 17 degrees, so it's going to add... uh, costs on the heat pump versus gas, uh, ten to twelve thousand dollars more, two times the cost to install. Gas yeah. is ninety five percent efficient. Now, yes, gas smells because they put that in there so that in case you get a gas leak, you'll know it's happening. Gas mm-hmm. uh, by itself doesn't really even smell. Natural gas is mm-hmm. one of the cleanest, most efficient fuels that you could have, and we've got it in abundance. These people are just there's no other answer. They're trying to destroy the country. They're trying to destroy the country. And you uh, you brought the story up, by the way, of what, what the EPA is doing here. The, this, these environmental groups are trying to petition the EPA to do this. Well, you, you, can't, remember, build by you, new, you can't put natural gas in a new home in California. <clears throat> that's right. That, that's, that's spread to virtually the whole state at this point. started out in Oakland and I think another city around the Oakland area, and it's just spread like wildfire. But right. do you remember the uh, the education flap where uh, some NGO sent a request or at least a demand to the Department of Justice 
saying that all the people that were protesting at school board meetings were really terrorists that needed to be investigated, blah, blah, blah. Right. That came from, that came from our illustrious attorney general, Merrick Garland. Right. That's, that's right. Now, the setup on that was finally revealed after, I don't know, a couple of weeks, months went by, that, uh, that that whole thing was a setup, that the letter was not written spontaneously by this NGO. It was requested by Depart- the Department of Justice in order to justify what they wanted to do anyway. So they said, hey, write us a letter, man, and we'll take action on it. And they did. Now, that was completely phony baloney, as you, you can imagine, a completely phony. It was a setup. And this is exactly what's happening with these 12 or 13 uh, environmental groups led by the Sierra Club right. that wrote this uh, demand to the, um, uh, to the Energy Department, to, uh, to the EPA, rather, to ban uh, a nationwide call for a nationwide ban on natural gas for home cooking and heating. Now, right. 13 agencies or 13 NGOs don't just magically get together and decide to write a letter to anybody in the government, much less the, you know, the whole EPA to make national news, et cetera, et cetera. This is, again, a cotton-picking setup where these organizations have colluded with the government to create a scenario where, oh, well, of course, if, if all these people you know, ask for this, it must be good, so we better do it. And right. you can just see this coming. It's so thin at this point, such propaganda. It just absolutely blows your mind. And I have to say, again, I, John Podesta just came on with the Biden administration. But this is the kind of dirty trick that I would expect from somebody like John Podesta, even though I think he was too early to have done this one in particular. He will grab a hold of this and take this as hardcore evidence that what we need to do is ban, have a nationwide ban on natural gas. It would be the now, kiss of death for America. Absolutely. Now they're doing this uh, to bring in technocracy. And uh, Absolutely. I, love the, I love the quote on this one. Uh, most uh, men, women will grow up to love their servitude and will never dream of revolution. Huxley with the brave, brave new world. UN Agenda 21. Now UN 2030 Agenda. Rose uh, Carey said behind the green mask book that she wrote and uh, lie mm-hmm. our civil liberties. They're being restricted, constructed, constricted and suffocated in every village, every hamlet, the inventory and control plan, all lands, all water, all minerals, all plants, all animals, all construction, our means of production, our food, our energy, all information our population, even our sex, cars you drive, houses you live in, food you eat, and they've got seven requirements of technocracy. Can I go over those Mm -hmm. real quick, uh, Patrick? Absolutely. At at least the first five are critically important. Register on a continuous 24-hour-a-day basis, the total net conversion of energy. By means of uh, number two, registration of energy converted and consumed make possible a balanced load. Three, Provide a continuous inventory of all production and consumption. Four, provide specific registration of the type, kind of all goods and services, where produced and where used. Specific registration of the consumption of each uh, individual, plus a record and description of the individual. I mean, this is exactly where it's going. Now, what it means is 
total control of your life. Yeah. So they've got the smart yeah. meters. They will be able to t- tell you, you've got your house at 78 degrees. That's too hot. Uh, that's uh, too hot uh, or too uh, too cold or whatever. It's, we want it down to a uh, different temperature in the wintertime. You can heat it at 72. In the summertime, you've got to keep it up to 80. They're going to tell you what temperature you can have, when you can wash your clothes, what you can use to do, do it with. You can't use a clothes dryer. You have to use electric. I mean, all of this. I mean, it's just absolute insanity what they're doing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Total control, total control over us. They're going to have us to where we can't make a decision on anything unless it's approved by our our benefactors in the government. That's what they want. This this was experienced just recently by 22,000 residents of Colorado where their power company, Excel, uh, reached out to take control of their thermostat. So thanks, that's thanks to the smart meters that got installed. And again, thanks to Obama for starting that program back in 2010. But um, the, uh, the, the residents woke up uh, one morning and their thermostats, their smart thermostats, gave them a message right. saying that, um, that uh, the, the utility was taking control of the thermostat. And they go, right, you got, ah. your house, got your house too warm. Right, right. And and they, well, and yeah, in this case, uh, they wanted to raise it because they're having a heat wave. So um, they locked the thermostats. Um, and in some cases, uh, some people reported that some thermostats were locked as high as 90 degrees. Wow. Now, that's not, you, you know, the, the scary thing here is I've been warning for for years about smart meters. I, you know, we've had these conversations for a long sure, time. Sure. And I warned about the danger of these smart meters being able to control every appliance in your house. Let's talk more about that when we return with Patrick Wood. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Gold Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. technocracy a digital slave system where no dissent is alive you've been worrying about it for years in your books technocracy rising uh citizens for free speech your latest book the twin evils of technocracy and transhumanism you've been warning about it and now it's coming to places like colorado and elsewhere look at what's happening in germany no uh no natural gas they're not able to even heat their houses same thing in england uh, Europe is going to be freezing this winter. There's no question about it. Is there, Patrick? They're going to be freezing there. 
they're, if they're not freezing, they're going to be broke because the price of energy has skyrocketed so high that uh, it, I think at last count it's something like uh, 20% of disposable income is now half, it must be spent on energy. And that's just a basic energy to run wherever it is you live. Right. So, you know, 20% of your entire disposable income is crazy. Um, people cannot survive like that. They simply can't. Their rent, of course, takes up other stuff. People are going to go broke. It's just crushing the middle class. Uh, in one in one winter, the possibility exists to shove Europe back into the dark ages again, literally. And this is a result of technocracy, a digital slave system. No <clears> dissent <throat> is allowed. And no, there's another article that came out that you sent me, and this was uh, awesome, on censorship. And this is a good thing. State of Missouri versus Joseph R. Biden Jr. COVID-19 censorship. They're banning temporary bans. They've got shadow bans. They're de- de- uh, uh, platforming. They're de-boosting, uh, de- uh, oh, de- demonetizing, restricting access yeah. to content. They're taking down content. They're suspending people. They did it to me. They've done it to others. They've done it to you. And this has been Twitter. This has been Facebook. This has been a lot of them. And what they sent me was a letter. And they said, this isn't compelled. This, what you say about COVID is not concerning the consensus of the medical. And it's not conforming with the WHO guidelines. So we're taking you off our platform. Well, the Mm -hmm. fact of the matter is that it's come out. And even Dr. Walensky with the CDC has said that no, no. Our facts on the COVID were not right. No, the shots aren't working. We know that. I mean, all of the things that we talked about were true. They were right. Truth doesn't matter to these people. They've got their own narrative. And this is the way it's working. Truth is taking a back seat under under this technocracy that we've got and the censorship. That's why you started Citizens for Free Speech, because of the mm-hmm. censorship, wasn't it, Patrick? It absolutely is. And the the good thing right now, this lawsuit that's uh, proceeding, the attorney general's uh, attorneys general of Missouri and um, uh, Louisiana got together and filed a suit against the Biden administration for collusion with social media to censor people that they didn't like. So this is not just social media standing up, which we were led to believe, by the way, that all was just it's just Twitter. Oh, it's just Facebook. You know, they right. have their own fact checkers and they're doing well. That was, it turns out it's a bunch of bull. There was collusion going on. They've got the emails now to prove it. It's been, these emails have been sprung with freedom of information. Direct, directly from the white house, right? Directly from the white house. And they are showing that there was outright collusion. I mean, we're talking like the Chicago mob type stuff here. These oh, people yeah. colluded on ex- these precise messages that they wanted to censor, and whether government came up with it or social media came up with it, it doesn't really matter. They they talked back and forth. They figured, okay, we'll do it, and they went out and did it, and we have suffered the harm on this. Now, the interesting thing about this lawsuit is it's picking up steam. The judge has allowed it to proceed. They are now in the discovery phase, which means they're going to have subpoena power to grab everything in sight. Right. And fortunately, uh, this is a big a big plus to me. The uh, a new organization called the New Civil Liberties Alliance, which essentially are the same people that founded the Great Barrington Declaration, 
right? Very well-known right. doctors, epidemiologists, virologists, whatever. They have joined this lawsuit as um, as a plaintiff. It's a, a we need to take a break right now. We'll be right back. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. With the censorship, with the technocracy, with the lack of choice, Mr. Biden, you're putting us all back in chains. And it's the entire population. We are all working on for the, we're all on this plantation right now. And the federal government is our master and overlord. This is exactly where we're going. We're losing our freedom completely, aren't we? They would like us to lose our freedom completely, and this is this has been uh, the agenda since at least 1973, when modern globalization started, with the uh, forming of the Trilateral Commission back then, and this has been a consistent plan ever since to take away the resources of the world from you and me and governments as well, uh, and put it into a global common trust so that they can control everything and you control nothing. We see this now so plainly with the World Economic Forum when they say by 2030 you'll own nothing and be happy. That was a flat-out declarative statement that they made. And people laughed at it. Oh, ha, 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 that's funny. But listen, it's not funny. These, these psychopaths really believe that they're going to capture all the resources on the planet for themselves and leave us out in the cold. This is not a joke. They're on their way to doing it. We can see it. They're crushing, they're economically crushing the entire middle class of the whole planet. And, you know, you look at, you look at some, you know, areas of Africa, say, where people live on $2 a day or less. They call that extreme poverty, by the way. Does anybody think that's fun, that we, <laughs> that we should live on $2 a day and have nothing, really own nothing? This is About insanity. That. Now, what's also happening, all we need to do is look at Sri Lanka, see what's happening. There isn't enough mm-hmm. food. There is enough energy. They rebel. They're toppling the government. Next outcome, desired by techno- technocracy, can be appointed, take over, and run things directly. State of Ministry of Education, transforming Sri Lanka into a smart nation through its ICT sector. When the culture right. wars and inflation preoccupy you, several countries face food insecurity, mm-hmm. destabilization. We've got the same thing. Why is uh, why is uh, Mr. Uh, Gates buying up all the farmland to destabilize mm-hmm. the food? You're going to be eating uh, worms and you're going to be eating caterpillars and like it. 
This is what they're telling you. No more steaks, no more beef, no more of uh, things that we enjoy eating. Yeah, they may not be the absolute best for it, but we have a choice. They're taking away our choice of fuel that we can use. They're taking away our choice of food we can eat. And we're getting into a slave system with no dissent allowed. Now, this is uh, also your medical records, your medical records, health insurance, portability, accountability of Act of 96. As federal law requires creation of national standards to protect sensitive patient health. Uh, however, it's over. Your dad is not protected, nor is it private. Uh, don't sign another HIPAA agreement by any healthcare provider. Mm-hmm. It's found at uh, 33 hospital websites sending Facebook information linked to your IP address. It uh, identifies individual computers, may be traceable back to the individual or household. I mean, we have no expectation of privacy anymore, do we? There is very none, really. And even inside your own home now, which has traditionally been considered sanctuary, right? that's a that's a special concept, by the way, sanctuary, where where you right. can actually, you know, get into a vacuum, if you will, of life and just kind of, you know, think about stuff, think about yourself. Take a care sanctuary of, yourself, of security. Uh, you, a man's home was always his castle. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. They can no, come in. Anymore. 87,000 IRS agents armed. Yeah, you think you're safe in your home? No, you're not safe anywhere <laughs> right yeah. now. We've got well, to, right. well, we have to take America back and bring our freedoms back. This is a loss, total loss of freedom for us. And that's why it's so important. And this transhumanism yeah. and trans uh, uh, technocracy. Now, the transhumanism comes about in trying to combine. Uh, animal, vegetable, and mineral, and people, and everything together, and the androgynous androgyny, and the uh, transsexualism, and the confusing of sexes. This is all part of it. This is all part of the transhumanism, isn't it? Well, trans yes, transhumanism and technocracy got together for a number of reasons. Um, the the mindset is very similar, uh, but they share the same technology. Uh, right. That is the same advanced technology that uh, they, they both piggybacking on the same things there. So there's a, a common point of interest. But more importantly than that, both both of them answer to a very insidious religion called scientism. And scientism has nothing to do with science, by the way. It's a pseudoscience, if anything. Uh, it's a metaphysical um, proposition that says the only source of truth can come through science. Everything else, uh, you know, goes away. And uh, both technocracy and um, transhumanism can be seen to worship science now and everything they do. They're worshiping the science, the, the creation of their own hands, uh, where they can recreate the world. And they say this boldly, by the way. We are hijacking. We're taking over evolution. And we're going to create humans 2.0. We're going to create the fourth industrial revolution to completely transform the world into a smart environment where we control everything. So. You know, the, the other thing we see that the, the, the World Economic Forum saying is that the world <clears throat> will be transformed by their But people also are intended to be transformed, and that's through the use of genetic modification. This gives a, a very scary dimension to the entire uh, COVID vaccine, quote-unquote vaccine debacle, where they're inserting messenger RNA into these vaccines to literally change the function of our body. 
and in some cases actually changing DNA. This is very disturbing. And if people understood the depth of it, where this comes from in the first place, they would absolutely flip out and drop kick these people into the last <laughs> century where they belong. <laughs> they would. They really would. It'd be like uh, what uh, Ron DeSantis said about uh, Dr. Fauci, kick the little elf flat across the Potomac. That's what needs to be done. That's <laughs> really what needs to be done. And we need to have trials for the people like Fauci, and it needs to be based on the Nuremberg trials. That's what needs to happen, yes. doesn't it? Yes, I, and I think there's a lot of people calling for that. I have in particular, I, as you know, earlier this year, I was on tour with a Crimes Against Humanity group and included uh, Judy, Dr. Judy Mikovits and Dr. Reiner Fulmish. And right. we made the case for Crimes Against Humanity uh, to be, uh, you know, to be geared up again, ramped up. It really needs to happen. Well, and then I had a friend of mine, Selwyn Duke, who wrote an article about that. And he talked about the ghost of Nuremberg was the title of the article. And we've absolutely right. got it. everything that Fauci did. All of his uh, dictates and everything are shades of Nuremberg. The only difference is this was worldwide. It wasn't just against the Jews. It was against everybody except uh, everybody, especially the elderly. And this is exactly what's happened. And it's against the children. They have destroyed the children. And the fact of the matter is a lot of people have taken these uh, shots have a compromised immune system right now. And they're having people dropping over dead with heart conditions. And this, this is uh, totally, and when they, they went strictly with the vaccine and they kept away from what would have helped people, the ivermectin and the hydroxychloroquine, they had an epidemic of COVID in India. Most people didn't know it. It was one of the worst in the entire world. And what did they do? They gave out hydroxychloroquine in packets to all the people, and almost overnight, bang, it was over. It was ended. We could have done the same thing. We could have. Um, so, you know, in the simplest terms, technocracy has declared war on humanity. We need to face it that way. We need to realize that we are in a war, that these people are not just uh, uh, stupid and, uh, you know, you look at all the crises we're facing today, like we've had a biological attack, we've had a, a, the economic destruction, the energy crisis, right. the food crisis, the financial crisis. All of these crises, Erskine, are, be, are being artificially orchestrated by the same people. The same and people. Basic, basically, this is a, a war. I'm going, I'm going to put it right down to where I feel. I feel like, yeah. Patrick, this is a war for our soul. This is a war. Uh, against God, and it's a war for our souls. It's a war between good versus evil. It really is, in my opinion. Yes, yes, it is. And, you know, we we wasted a lot of time probably looking at other enemies. You know, like a lot of people, a lot of Christians especially, are very fearful of Islam, especially radical Islam. Yeah, it's a problem. But I'll tell you what, this supersedes that by so far, by, by light years. Uh, this is the real threat to humanity right now. And what we saw in Nazi Germany, the same mentality is working now. This is pure eugenics on one hand, as far as transhumanism yes. is concerned, and it's pure um, control of the entire planet as far as technocracy is concerned. So, yes, it's in not interesting case, that you know, when you have a guy like Joseph Robinette Biden calling those who are conservatives, those who are Christian, calling us the uh, semi Nazis or whatever they're calling us, uh, that, that type. When they're the semi-fascist, when they're the ones yeah. who are fascist, 
They're the ones combining yeah. the corporations and the government. They're the ones who are destroying the free enterprise system. And they're calling us yeah. that. I mean, uh, this is absolutely everything that Orwell wrote about. Newspeak, where yes. the words don't mean anything to them. They're obfuscating the words, aren't they? Yes, yes, they are. And didn't their mama ever tell them that when you point your finger at someone, you got you got three fingers pointing back at yourself? <laughs> you got that right. So are, <laughs> are you optimistic? Are we going to make it through this, Patrick? A lot of people are wondering about it, and a lot of people are praying with all their heart, with all their soul. Are we going to make it through? Well, there's going to be the mother of all battles is going to take place between now and 2024. I I think there is some glimmer of hope, like this lawsuit that uh, the attorneys general are are mounting on the Biden administration over the censorship collusion. There needs to be an awakening of understanding and awareness with it, with the American people. And I, you know, things like this lawsuit and stuff by legitimate attorneys general is going to make a huge difference in people waking up and say, you know, maybe I should pay attention to this stuff. Um, the other thing is that, um, it just this, as a side note, uh, Steve Bannon, who's a, a political pundit of sorts, you know, right. strategist, right. he told me that transhumanism is going to be the major topic in the 2024 election cycle. I can see this happening now. A few, a few months ago, I just I couldn't see it. I can see it happening now because it's ramping up so fast and people are starting to get it. This will be the major talking point of the 2024 election cycle. And Biden is going to take the most, much of the blame for this. But I have to say, Democrats are, or excuse me, Republicans are going to take a lot of heat on it too, which is going to really, really upset the electric, electorate all the way through. You know, Jared Kushner just the other day, by the way, declared that he is a transhumanist outright. He said he, he one reason he exercises uh, is so that he can, uh, you know, be ready or be there when the science emerges emerges that will allow him to live forever. Flat out said it on national TV. It's like, oh my goodness, you got it's like, okay, well it isn't just Democrats and it isn't just liberals, et cetera, et cetera. This ideology is everywhere you look throughout Silicon Valley, throughout, you know, corporations, throughout the political structure as well, you see this kind of stuff. Uh, Peter Thiel is, an out, for instance, an outspoken transhumanist. This is going to be the topic du jour, the 2024 election cycle. And, uh, you know, people, I, and I hate to say this, you know, people like Kushner, um, they need to be, uh, let's say, uh, spanked over this because that's just stupid that they would believe this, that they're going to actually escape death when nobody in the history of the world, save one, that would be Jesus Christ, has ever escaped death. And actually, he died when right. he came back to life right. again. Um, right. Nobody, nobody in the family of Adam is going to escape death. And this this belief, you see, is causing people to do crazy things. They're acting crazy in crazy ways that they would never act. If they didn't hold this belief, they'd never go close to those things. So, you know, people are asking, for instance, uh, with, with Jared Kushner right now, well, say, if you're a transhumanist looking to live forever, and you're the guy that kind of got behind Operation Warp Speed and really got it going in the administration. Is there a potential conflict of ideological interest here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it couldn't be. He couldn't have any, uh, any other concept there, could he? Well, listen, transhumanists are behind 
big pharma 120% with all of this, this messenger RNA. Even, even Moderna itself has had on its webpage in the past, they've taken it down since because we, we hammered them for it. They called what that's Moderna, the messenger RNA vaccine company. They called it hacking the software of life. That's what they called it. Right. How much more blatant, how much more blunt could they be? Originally, when they mapped out the human genome project, which is this is now yeah. cropping up, they said, yes. we're looking for the God particle. They are yes. looking for the God particle to destroy man, not to help him. Remember in the Twilight Zone, they had the aliens who came down and they had the <laughs> uh, statement to serve man. And it wasn't to serve him. It was to destroy him because they wanted food source. That was how they were going to serve man. Well, we've got the same thing going on. We'll be right back with Patrick Wood, citizensforfreespeech.org. And get the book, Evil Twins of Technocracy and Transhumanism. We'll tell you how it's coming out and when it will be out. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold buying opportunity in history well wells fargo and goldman sachs say this is the time to buy gold patriot gold group where your ira or 401k can be in physical gold and silver and you may qualify for no fee for life ira call 800-356-4470 for details patriot gold group consumer affairs top rated gold ira dealer five years running call 800-356-4470 today Patrick Woods thinks outside the box. Patrick has issued his book, Evil Twins of Technocracy and Transhumanism, and you're doing it a chapter at a time in serialized form. When is the entire book going to be finished? And you almost have to do that because there's new information coming out all the time, isn't there? Uh, it's like drinking out of a fire hose. I tell you, every day this things change. But <laughs> I'm hoping to have this out on the market, available for people to buy by Thanksgiving. So, you know, Good. we'll see, but I'm uh, just finished chapter six. I posted it this week. I'm trying to do a chapter a week. So, you know, it's, it's a hard uh, slog, but, you know, I will get there and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, completely ready to deliver to people, start mailing to people be, uh, just before uh, Thanksgiving. Sometime you have to just say enough's enough and let it go. You know that. Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, we <laughs> are the. Our biblical admonition for for Christians is to occupy until he comes. We do expect him to come, but uh, that doesn't mean we just lay down everything here and say, oh, well, forget it. You know, I I can't have any impact. Look, all the people around us, all our family, the people we love, our friends, our neighbors, whatever that we're supposed to be, you know, be concerned about. Right. The world needs help right now, and they need the truth like never before. And uh, all of the propaganda, all of the lies, all of the deception— uh, all of the crazy ideas and stuff, we cannot let those stand unchallenged. We simply can't. 
And if anybody ever wondered what Edmund Burke meant when he said the only thing for you know necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing, it's right. today. Can't you understand that now? And people, you know, you listen to me. This is why he said it. They dealt with it, you know, 200 years ago. We're still dealing with it. You cannot give evil a free pass. If you do, it will roll over you like a steamroller on a hot summer day. Now, the devil has been noted as the great deceiver. We have had no more deception than we've had in the last few years. And so we're seeing the presence of evil. That's exactly what we're looking at. We're staring at it right now. And we've got to decide. Now, I think what's happening is we're having a discussion where we're having a division between the wheat and the shaft. And the other side is definitely exposing themselves. Every day we're seeing more and more. They are brazen about telling what they're doing. They are proud of what they're doing. And this is making a difference. We're beginning to see it. And we're doing more than beginning because they're telling us what they're doing. What arrogance these people have, isn't it? Well, it is, and this is a this works to our advantage in one sense. Right, they are blatantly stating what they're doing now, and it makes it easier for a lot of people to see what's going on. You know, like the Mar- for, for instance, the 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 the, uh, the Department of Justice and FBI's raid on on Trump's residence at Mar-a-Lago. Right, forget Trump. Right, it has nothing to do with Trump on this end. But people across the political spectrum, even Democrats, are looking at this saying. This is crazy. You can't do that. And you know, and other people are saying, if you can do if you can do that to the president, former president of the United States, my God, what can you do to me? That's right. And we're, we're eighty-seven thousand more IRS agents, <laughs> and you can raid the president, the former president of the United States House, go through his wife's lingerie drawers. I mean, this is insanity. Well, I know. Well, you know. I just uh, I kind of I kind of chuckled about the fact that they went through <laughs> Melania's uh, uh, you know closet and underwear drawer. I I, I just kind of wonder if they weren't maybe trying to hunt a souvenir for Biden himself, <laughs> or maybe they were trying them on. Who knows? You know, I mean, with what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. You, you can't make this stuff up. We we're Biden is trying to turn this this country into uh, into a third world banana republic. And, uh, you know, this is not the America that we ever asked for or voted for. And if, if Americans don't stand up and stop this madness, it will not be stopped. So think of all, think of all the people who fought and died for our freedoms in this country. And think of all the people who have, uh, uh, over the years who have fought socialism and now they're trying to bring it in. This is incredible, isn't it? It really, it is. Uh, it's unprecedented, I think, in, in my opinion. We've never had such an internal attack before as we have today. We faced a lot of external enemies over the decades, right? World War One, II, Vietnam, Korea. Right. We've but got the internal time, uh, enemies, and we've also got the churches that aren't standing up. Most of the churches have yes. rolled over and capitulated. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. And this, this needs to change, too. So we'll now, tell me a you little know, more people. about citizens for free speech we've got just a while a little short time this is something you need to look into citizens for free speech we're out of time but you're gonna have to come back and talk more about that because this is our hope thank you patrick wood god bless you everyone until next week all aboard the truth express 
You can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs operating five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today.